When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Monday, July 19th. I'm Rudy. Adele sat courtside at the NBA Finals Game 5. And with no new album to promote, she was there for fun? How dare she? Let's take a long walk to Cleveland. Yeah, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher. Every day, 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram. Today on the show, B-I-N-G-O. Let's go. Plus, punk rock's not dead. It's just too Willow Smithy these days. Oh, but first, let's say what up to some people. Good morning, Alina. Hi, Bethany. What's up, John? On a flight right now down to Kansas City. You guys know John Shane? You should. Check him out. Make sure you follow him on Instagram, Facebook. His old man is uh, Charles from the Dell Counts. Dude, just celebrating 60 years as a band this past weekend. That is un-goddamn leaveable. Good for him. Jamie Hoopty. What's up, Owen? How are you, bud? Mel, good morning. Saying hello. Hi, Eric Bellamy. Wyatt, nice to see you. Char, good to see everybody today. Hi, Holly, Denise. Hi, Auntie Reedy. All right. So, uh, obviously, big Saturday night. I don't know if you guys saw, I posted on uh, on my Instagram and on my Facebook, we lost our goddamn minds on Saturday night, sitting out on the deck, television pulled out, bunch of beers in. Did you guys see the friggin' Bucks win? terrible for the neighbors at my brother-in-law and sister's place because we caused a ruckus that night and then turn on the brewers afterwards and they're freaking winning jesus christ all right now you guys see adele sitting courtside now that sort of transcends basketball so if you're like it's all you can do is talk sports i'm leaving no 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 don't worry we're not going to talk sports because i get a lot of people that ain't into it but um that uh jesus man adele sitting courtside and here's the thing so Saturday, this past weekend, the new Space Jam comes out. And LeBron James has been so goddamn quiet over these NBA playoffs. And then all of a sudden, the weekend that he's got a brand new movie coming out, he just happens to be sitting courtside. Come on, you prick. Get out of there. What an asshole. I said that movie was going to get 32% on Rotten Tomatoes, and boom, 32% on Rotten Tomatoes. But Adele just hanging courtside, man. Just doing her thing. Watching the game. And I'm sure in a drunken stupor, I probably made some crack about, like, if she wants to start dating NBA players, she decided a wrong time to get skinny. They were just looking around going, who the hell's the skinny broad over hanging at the 
underneath the uh, away net. Uh, good morning, Jamie. Hi, Mira. Morning, everybody. Hi, Kim. Nice to see you. Insta Steph MN. Uh, Olena, morning. Good to see everybody, man. Yeah, no, that was a late ass night. Oh my goodness. So yeah, so uh, the uh, friggin' uh, um, ah, oh, criminy. What am I thinking of right now? Uh, the friggin' next game. There we go. Tuesday night, tomorrow night. It's over on uh, be on ABC. I'm gonna be doing uh, House of Comedy tomorrow night. So it's doing a little bit of a shorter set for their uh, Tuesday night showcase, and then as soon as the show's over. Hauling ass over my brother-in-law's to go uh, catch the rest of that game. So, yeah, tomorrow night, they win that thing, taking home a championship. Jesus. Uh, and then I actually got to go back to Wisconsin on Saturday night in Rhinelander, uh, doing some stand-up at Rhinelander Brewing. If you happen to be in northern Wisconsin, which uh, if Wisconsin ever needed another reason to drink, winning an NBA championship would be one of them, you know? I mean, 45 years since the last time they've had a crack at uh, at the chalice so that should be cool all right uh i don't know if you guys saw this over the weekend i was a little perturbed by it um so listen it's one thing if you want to be a pop star and it's another thing if your parents are super famous pop stars and it's another thing if uh, you want to go ahead and like make some sort of synth canned pop music but don't be trying to claim that you're punk rock willow smith all right so uh frustrating so you guys remember the i whip my hair back and forth song that jada pinkett smith made her daughter do when she was like nine and now she's like in her 20s this is her big rebellious phase is to do punk rock versions of songs and i get that every artist is gonna have that i mean jada pinkett smith at some point i believe she had already had like a couple of pretty decent sized films under her and and uh she went out and started a metal band called i think it was called white widow i think it was, that's what it was called they played Ozfest and shit and got booed off the stage many times and not because they were bad it's not because of any of that it's like dude you can't just like show up and start invading spaces that you're not allowed to invade you know i mean there's guys that have been like honing their craft playing guitars learning scales doing modes traveling up and down you know it, throughout whatever their region is trying to like make a buck playing songs and because you had a couple of hit movies now all of a sudden you get to play main stage of Ozfest. no you don't get that that's not how it works um yeah so they put this thing out and she was avril lavigne came out and did the whole goddamn thing and it's like ah they, see this is where we sort of like come to an impasse when it comes to now listen i get that there were a bunch of guys that came before me that were a thousand percent uh, uh, more punk rock than I'll ever be. I mean, but we still had like an essence of it, you know, made some of our own clothes, you know, figured out ways to be punk rock. As I've said many times before, uh, while hanging out with the guys from uh, Texas band Fair to Midland, I had said, you know, I think I was about 27, 28 at the time. My daughter was probably about one. And I just said, man, I'm just, you know, not as punk rock as I used to be. Like, it's just, it's going away, you know? I still get excited. Like this weekend, I saw that Less Than Jake and No Effects um, were, Jesus, who the hell is texting me? Stop goddamn texting everybody. Knock it off. Um, I'd seen like No Effects and uh, Less Than Jake and a few bands were playing in Denver this past weekend at the Punk and Drublick Fest. And goddamn it, if I did not want to be there. I should have just like hopped a flight and went because Jesus, that would have been a great show. 
But uh, I made a comment to one of the guys in the band. Hey, man, I'm just not as punk rock as I used to be. You know, um, like I can't wear Chuck Taylor Converse All Stars anymore because my feet just goddamn they hurt so bad. Like I, I got pains that shoot up through my calves, and uh, so I had to start wearing Dr. Scholl's inserts. And he's like, dude, that is exactly what punk rock is. Just figuring out ways to do things that are telling you that you're not allowed to do them anymore. And I'm like, I, yeah, I kind of get that. But now because like album sales are fading or you're trying to like make a, I mean, Vanilla Ice did the same thing. He put out, you know, Ice Ice Baby. And then fast forward 10 years later and he's doing like a rap metal version of it because, you know, rap metal goes freaking bananas and everybody's doing it. And he's like, I could probably make a couple of bucks off this. So next thing you know, we got the metal version of Ice Ice Baby that comes out. <laughs> Which uh, I don't know if I can find. I, see, every once in a while, they will kick you off of Instagram if you are playing uh, music that is not yours, right? But I think with this, I can't imagine anybody would ever ever have a vanilla ices oh here we go is this too cold the ice ice baby all right i'll see if i can play this because if i can this might be jeez you guys you're in for a goddamn treat if you've never hoopty too cold look at it, hoopty new all right here looking we go looking for feedback all right yeah yeah, yeah 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 com and create a form uh, that flows like a all right get out of there stupid ads all right here we go oh listen to that God, we're such suckers for bad shit, aren't we? Oh my god. I knew I had friends of mine that were trying to say like this is a good song. They were like, yeah, this is where it's at, man. Like this is actually I'm like, this this song sucks. This is awful. This is a bad version of a really bad song. <laughs> Why are we saying that this is okay? Uh, Jamie, not a fan of rap metal, but there's exceptions I'll make for solid songs. Yeah, there's a couple out there, man. Like, I, 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 I listen, I stand by it. That first Limp Biscuit record is outstanding. Outstandingly good. Um, also, uh, there was, uh, yeah, like the Rage Against the Machine. When that first album came out, this dude by the name of Dan Gonzalez from uh, up north, from Hibbing, that guy, we were skipping school, and he turned me on to Rage Against the Machine. And I remember the first time I heard that first record. Dude, my goddamn mind was blown. I mean, absolutely. It was like nothing I had ever heard. I mean, my first concert was the fucking Oak Ridge Boys in Virginia. <laughs> you know? So the fact that Rage Against the Machine was coming into my life, especially at like such a pivotal time when you're starting to use music as a way to identify who you are. You know, you're doing it with the with the clothes that you wear. You're doing it with all the things that are uh, external. You know, you're telling people who you are by what you wear, by the music that you listen to. Um, so there's like a uh, so when you find that when you get into uh, bands and into genres of music that are so what you think you are, it like it, it comes and it sticks with you for all these years. Like I, I've said that joke before, where we used to make fun of the guys that were you know, in their thirties that were listening to Bon Jovi and like, what an asshole that guy is. And now, you know, we're 40 and still listen to Limp Biscuit. Like I get it. <laughs> I 1000% totally understand it. So I don't know. I was, uh, I was just back, like listening to, uh, some of this stuff over the weekend and some of it's not bad, you know, like Travis Barker was on board with this, uh, Willow Smith, um, 
deal. But I'm like, hey, man, that dude, if you guys don't know who he is, drummer for Blink-182 and a bunch of other bands, and he's obviously, I mean, a talent on top of talent is what that guy is. And when he did the, you guys should go back and find the uh, Post Malone Nirvana tribute that Travis Barker did with it. Cause it is like, it's outstandingly good. I know Post Malone takes a lot of shit cause he's got face tattoos and you know, he's big time in like Taco Bell, but guy's super talented. You can't deny that. Give credit where credit is due, my friend. Cause that guy knocks it out of the goddamn park every time. It's really good. Um, speaking of getting old though, over the weekend, was over in uh, Hopkins. I don't know if you guys uh, happen to be around Minnesota, but Hopkins, Minnesota um, is basically like, hang on, let's read this real quick. Jamie, P.S., I know you like punk, so you're going to go to the Bad Religion. Me first and then give me gimmies. My boyfriend and I already got tickets. Ah, you know, here's the thing. I got like nine shows coming up and I have to travel coming up in October. In October, I'll probably be doing like five to six days out in New York City recording some uh, stand-up sets for some people, and then I'm going to be doing some sets out there. So, um, yeah, so I don't know if I will be buying any more concert tickets. Jesus Christ. Just, you know, trying to pull back a little bit. You know, I don't know if you've noticed lately, but uh, the amount of steady income (laughs) is not quite what it used to be. So... Uh, how are you going to bring up Travis Barker and get me all sad about Mark Hoppus? Yeah, I saw that. Hey, yeah. It is kind of weird where those bands went to, right? Also, I, the thing about those bands, too, and, and Owen Hoopty can, you know, attest to this, that when we were, man, when we were younger, those were the bands that we lived and died by. And it was almost like a rite of, of, this is my band. I found it. You are not allowed to listen to it. And then when they would get popular, you were, like, so angry about it. Because that was who you identified with. Not only did you identify with that band, but you also identified as being the guy who was so cool that your music was not heard by masses. And then, bang, everybody goddamn hears this stuff, and you're like, what the, what the fuck, man? Like, you really, you really, like, hang on to those things. And there's a reason why they say, like, musically, you will stop growing at the age of 13. Like, what you started to really like... Now, I imagine nowadays it might be a little different, because... The stuff that you listen to. I mean, what are we going to have? Like a bunch of 90-year-old people like still listening to, you know, Daft Punk. And, uh, you know, like, are we going to have like a bunch of old folks just like still kicking it to rap music or like shitty Katy Perry? No, I imagine that your musical taste will change. But, uh, hoopty, people jumping on the bandwagon. No, I get it, man. I totally 1,000% get it. And it's, I don't know, it's angering sometimes. Like, I remember when I was a kid. And uh, I got that uh, I got that first Blink-182 record. And Dude Ranch was... Actually, it was their second one. But Dude Ranch was so good. And I, I knew everything about that band. I sought them out. The internet was just like starting to break where a lot of people were having it, you know, shipped into their house. Because... I know it's a, it's a crazy for kids to think nowadays. Like, no, we used to have to, you know, go to a library. Or the internet just did not exist. Or uh, you actually had to stick your hand up onto the faucet and turn it on, not just stick it underneath and let the water just magically turn on. That was a crazy time we lived in. But, uh, yeah, like, I loved everything about that. And then next thing you know, man, that all the small things come out. Man, Total Request, uh, Total Request Live fucking ruined me musically. Everything I loved ended up selling out and going to that stupid-ass show with Carson Daly. And it's never been the same. Good morning, Angela. Hi, Nikki. 
Uh, I got to say hi to some people real quick. Uh, Melody, hello. How are you? Carol, Debbie, nice to see you guys. Thanks for stopping by the live feed. So yeah, this weekend was uh, out in the uh, the mean streets of Hopkins, Minnesota. I don't know if you guys have been, but Jesus. Uh, it is like inside of the Twin Cities, which is a booming metropolis, if you want to call it that. You have like these little tiny pockets of small town, you know? And Hopkins is probably like the, I don't know, the epitome of small town in a large city. It's like, it's quaint. It's got all mom and pop stuff. Um, There's just like, I don't know. It's just, it's awesome. And it's a great little spot. I've only been kicked out of there once or twice. And it's usually with my brother-in-law, Justin, because he makes us do terrible, terrible things, bad decisions every time around. Christ, we walked into a bar one time and the guy bartender just pointed back at the door and was like, you two idiots, turn around. You're not allowed in here. Um, but I went down there because Saturday, like my daughter was gone. I just kind of wanted to kick it, hang out, you know, just have a couple of drinks, go play some bar bingo, two o'clock. I show up. It is a goddamn madhouse in Hopkins. I didn't know it was like their street dance days or raspberry days or whatever the goddamn thing, it, whatever it was. It was packed. And that's not why I go to Hopkins. I go to Hot Raspberry Festival, Mira says. Yes, thank you. That's what it was. I just wanted to go hang. I just wanted to kick it. I just, I didn't want to be bothered by people. I just wanted to be by myself, play some bar bingo, watch a little bit of the Twins game because uh, they were getting destroyed by Detroit. I, just, I didn't want to do shit. I just didn't want to do anything and be around people. And I go down. It's packed, dude. It's packed. It's elbow to elbow. Parked nine blocks away. I walk up to the bar. I'm like, they better have this goddamn bingo game or I'm going to lose it. So I walk in. It's, I mean, it's just, it's wall to wall people. It's, ah, it was just frustrating. But I'm like, well, Christ, I'm here. It's like, I'm not going to leave now, you know? So hung out twice. Goddamn twice. One number away from winning. One number. It was the coverall. It was like, I don't know, 200-something bucks. That would have been nice. Stick that in your pocket for a Saturday, huh? Would have made up for all the other dumb shit you spent your money on on Friday and Saturday morning. But Jesus. Also, Friday night, I took a little bit of shit. I was doing a show in uh, St. Paul. And I walk up to the bartender. I order a beer. She gives it to me. She goes, you want to run your card or you just want to open a tab? I said, no, just run it. I don't like running. I don't like opening a tab. I'm afraid I'm going to forget my card because it's happened many times. You know, so they just ask, like, do you want to uh, start a tab? Uh, no, you, what you should ask is, do you want me to come back here at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon because the next bar I go to for a happy hour drink at noon on a Saturday, I open up my wallet and realize I forgot my credit card here? Is that what you like? Then no, just run my card. So I order a beer. We go back. We start doing the show. I get off stage. I run back up. I order another beer. The lady goes, um... Do you just want me to run it again or do you just want to open a tab? I said, no, no, just, could you just run it? And she goes, well, I could, but that's two times that I'd have to run the card and we get charged like 5% every single time we run it. And I was like, listen, I'll give you 10% to just give me back my goddamn card so I don't forget it. Like there's a reason why I take my keys and I try to stick them in the same exact spot every single day because I know that when it's time for me to leave, I can just walk up and those are my keys. There's a reason why I don't want to, I'm not good enough. I'm too spacey, little too much of the ADHD. I, my brain goes a million miles an hour. I, my daughter has told me many times that she will just like, she'll stare at me and I'll just be thousand yard stare and my mouth is moving because I'm thinking about things like, you know, to talk about or I'm imagining scenarios or I'm trying to write at the same time and my mouth is moving and she'll snap her fingers and be like, hey, you're zoning out. 
I'm like, oh, yeah, God, sorry about that. It just, it happens. So no, I don't want you to take my card. I want to keep it in my wallet so that I know where it is at all times. So don't give me shit about it. I would gladly pay you an extra whatever it is, even though, listen, every time they go, it's like a $5 minimum or whatever. First off, that shit is completely illegal. You can look it up. They're, they are not supposed to have a minimum on what it is that you can run. You're not allowed. You could, if you could buy a lollipop for 45 cents and they, by law, are supposed to allow you to run your card. It doesn't make sense for them to do it, but that's why they do the, the minimum, which is garbage. And nobody ever contests it. Nobody ever says horseshit. There's no way. If you take credit cards, there is no minimum. They can't legally do it. But nobody ever like calls them out on their bullshit. So we're all stuck having to have a $20 minimum at the bar. Uh, Jamie, long arms McGee. Yep, that daughter. That would be the one. Yep. What's up, Billy? How are you, bud? Uh, Cortez. Thanks for stopping by the Instagram live feed. So yeah, so um, uh, I don't know. All in all, it was a fun weekend, but Jesus, man. With the goddamn people, like, isn't it? That's the, why I stayed in town. That's why I didn't want to go anywhere. Because it would have just been nice to just roll through, have a couple of drinks, maybe like see a guy. Because I go to Hopkins, I don't know, maybe once every six weeks. And I tend to run into people that I know. It's just kind of nice to just like be by yourself for a day. Gee, I mean, it was, I mean, it was packed, packed, packed. So, and it's so goddamn hot down there too. I know I'm sounding like an old guy from, uh, from Phoenix right now, but Jesus Christ, it was awful. Oh, speaking of Phoenix, you guys see the douchebag with the hundred dollar bills, uh, during the, uh, during game five, you should find that guy. What a POS that dude was. <laughs> uh, but anyway, all right, you guys, thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. Uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, and every single day, 9.45 a.m., we go live on Instagram. Thank you guys so much, and thank you once again for taking a long walk to Cleveland. <laughs>